Before we get to the show, I just want to say thank you to all of you listening in every week. I really appreciate every single one of you guys. You guys are what keep me going every week, even when I don't really know what I'm going to talk about. So if you really like the show at all, I'd really appreciate it if you could just rate it on iTunes, write a review. And if you think you really worth anything, donate to the show on patreon.com slash out. And again, thanks. Beginning on that old podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Data Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. On this show, we don't really have a format or a plan. I just kind of get an idea, start talking, and see where it takes us. I am your host, the universally worshipped Adam Higgins, your Odd Dad Out. You can find me at Odd Dad Out wherever finer social media is found, and even Google+. This week's show is brought to you by my wife. Why? Because I am usually kind of stuck for ideas, and so she kind of throws them at me to see where things stick. This week, we're talking television. And why are we talking television? Because we started thinking about the shows that we watch with our kids, or just the shows we watch in general, and how things have kind of changed, and what we used to listen to or watch, what we used to watch as kids, and what we watch now as adults, and what we let our own children watch. And I started thinking about like the shit that I watch now. I probably, I, I mean, the shows that we watch now didn't exist. The type of shows that you're on the air now didn't exist when I was a kid. And the shows that I watched as a kid, we would never, you don't, they almost, they parents don't let kids watch the stuff that we watched when we were kids. Like, yeah, I, it makes me feel horrendously old. Okay, my wife on a daily basis reminds me that I'm old. Yeah. She's living in perpetual denial of her own age, but she reminds me that I'm old, so fun. But I started looking back at the stuff that I watched as a kid, and I grew up in the 90s where we were watching Tiny Toons and Animaniacs all the time, every day, every day. You would not, we had to watch them every day, and if you were like me, you you did not miss an episode, you know, but... You know, we we're, were kids. You know, I was, you know, during that time I was in elementary school. Ah, oh, God, I'm old. Um, but we also watched Tales from the Crypt and the Beauty and the Beast series. And it's like the old one was Linda Hamilton and Ron Perlman, where he's like this weird cat monster living in the sewers. And the Golden Girls. And Mr. Wizard and Rocky and Bullwinkle. And... All these different things, and all this really varied selection of stuff that we watched when we were kids. I mean, this may be particular to our family. And I've always kind of said we were a little out of ordinary, I guess. But I feel like we all those weird things that we watched. I mean, it wasn't unusual for kids to watch Tiny Toons and Animaniacs. But for those same kids to be watching... Rocky and Bullwinkle, which I think went off the air about 20 years before I was born, and The Golden Girls, and Tales from the Crypt, and all these all these weird things. 
it it wasn't normal. I, I normal is not my specialty. This definitely in our family it has always been the case. But it's funny to me all the when I look back on the stuff that we watched and the stuff we really enjoyed to really enjoyed watching when I was a kid, because not all of it was really the most kid friendly things. I mean, you wouldn't nowadays you wouldn't probably let a kid who was seven years old stay up and watch Tales from the Crypt. Never mind that I look back on it now and there was a lot of nudity. That was probably the one thing that we were ever particularly shielded from. Not like, it wasn't necessarily nudity, but it was like sexuality. You know, you see a pair of naked boobs on Tales from the Crypt. It wasn't a big deal. You, you know, little boy, you probably covered your own eyes. But, you know, if there was a sex scene, they probably was like, hey, don't watch that movie. But, whatever. But, all these weird things that exist in these shows, and I go back to like Tiny Toons and Tom and Jerry and those kind of shows that we watched as kids, and the as they always talk about the imitatable violence and dropping an anvil on somebody's head. How the fuck is that imitatable? Who the fuck's got an anvil? And who's gonna fucking drop an anvil on somebody's head? When's the last time you ran a, a fucking bird or a, or a coyote off a cliff? You, you didn't. It's not imitatable. That's why you didn't see kids doing it. The end, really. And that, I mean, that caused that entire shift in the way they make cartoons now. And everything, they dialed everything way back. But to where, I mean, there's not really that sort of violent aspect. And it, and I find it funny because of the difference with and, I, and I've talked before about how my wife and I are like polar opposites with so many things. How she, like, I grew up with all of this exposure to all of these different things and different types of music and different movies and different types of TV shows and all these things all over. My wife was very sheltered and it kind of goes to just her family life and things going on when she was a kid. But she was very sheltered as a child, mostly. She was one of those kids who liked to stay inside and read a book. Yeah, there were some TV shows and some things she was exposed to. But over, like, the only Nickelodeon show my wife found acceptable was Doug. You know, yeah, that show. That's the only show that I can find from, like, old Nickelodeon era that my wife actually watched. Um... And I am one of those, like, I love those old Nicktoons. I still watch them on Hulu now, because for the most part, all of the Nicktoons are on Hulu now. And so I can get to catch up on Rugrats and, uh, I think, Hey Arnold. I don't, I, I think it's been there. I haven't looked so much. The boys have really gotten into Rugrats. The thing is, I'm not supposed to watch those shows with the boys. Or the boys are not supposed to watch those shows. Rihanna is super, super overprotective about okay everything, um, and it's and it's funny with like things like those old Nickelodeon shows like Rugrats and Ah uh, Real Monsters, which I loved, um, and okay Cat Dog was stupid, but a lot of all those old Nicktoons shows I loved those, and those are what we watched all the time, and for me that was that was that was awesome, and I I love sharing those things with the boys. But Rihanna wants nothing to do with it. There's flat out nothing to do with it. And it turns 
into, she knows that I watch these shows with the boys, but she really doesn't necessarily like it. But she's not going to, as long as I don't do it, like, blatantly, I guess, I'm not going to sit there watching these shows in her face and say, no, fuck you, we're going to watch whatever the hell we want to watch because I'm, gonna, I'm not going to argue with her about it. Um, she knows when, and it, yeah, hell, the boys say it to her face, when mommy's not home, we watch different TV. That's just it. When mommy's not home, there's the shows daddy watches and there's the shows mommy watches. But in that, we still kind of, at least between us, we keep this kind of a rounded uh, exposure to different types of shows, not unlike what we had when I was a kid, where we don't, we don't just watch, it's all cartoons. I don't do that. I don't just watch cartoons with the boys. We watch, well, I mean, we watch a lot of cartoons. I'm like, come on, I've got, I'm home all day with a six month old, two year old, and a four year old. So yeah, we watch a lot of cartoons. But in, any parent knows that if you are watching cartoons all day with your children, then your mind goes to mush. And I think everyone's seen those parents that are always all baby talk and all and crap because that's where their mind goes. They're just completely brainwashed by cartoons. And I can't do that. And I didn't do that when I was a kid, so I'm not going to subject my children to only having that. So when the boys are with me, we watch the dad shows. And it's not just the, these are the dad awesome shows. Like the, This is the stuff that my wife will not watch. Not just because she doesn't want the boys watching it, but she doesn't want to fucking watch it. My wife doesn't like, again, opposites. My wife does not like superhero shows. She doesn't like, like, she won't watch Spider-Man. She doesn't like Spider-Man. She doesn't like Superman. Any comic book character, nothing. So me being the nerd, being the old guy nerd, when I'm home with the boys, we're watching Spider-Man. We're watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hey, live action, new comic booky superhero type stuff. We're watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter and Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow and all these like superhero shows, Justice League. We're watching all these shows and they've gotten into a lot of those old superhero shows because, of course, I'm not watching. We're not just watching the new Spider-Man. We're watching the old Spider-Man. You know, the, the 90s, uh, you know, came on right after Animaniacs and X-Men and Power Rangers and all those, that Spider-Man, that awesome, you know, from Batman, the animated series, mid-90s, man, every fucking cartoon was awesome back in those days era. That is what we watch. I watch those awesome cartoons with my boys because they like getting to see the stuff that I watched when I was a kid. They get a kick out of it. And I just think it's awesome that my boys want to see what I watched as a kid. And they ask me all the time, Daddy, did you watch this when you were little? Yes, I watched this when I was little. I remember every episode. And and then we'll click from Spider-Man and we'll watch Fraggle Rock. And, and we get those those complete extremes. And it's so fun to share all those things that I watch with my kids. And then when Rihanna comes home from work, it's a completely different wave of shows. Uh, but we still... And, we still keep those things rounded. And it's not even so much that we intentionally do it, but it's the shows that we enjoy. You know, we we have that wide range of things we enjoy to watch. And so 
when we're watching TV, even if it's something that you wouldn't necessarily want little boys watching, which, I mean, it happens, because we've got four boys, we've got kids in the house, you can tell them to go play in the other room all you want, but mommy and daddy sitting in the living room watching their show, they're, they're going to want to see, hey, where are mom and daddy watching? And so they, they come in and they sit down. And after a while, you just kind of give up on kicking them out of the room, right? I mean, that, that's how I watched Tales from the Crypt as a kid. That's how we watched a, a lot of shows. That's how you watched the adult shows when you were a kid was mostly persistence. You come in, you don't even ask. You just came in, you sat down with mom and dad on the couch, and if it was anything reasonably acceptable, they, they'd let you sit down and watch. And that was cool. And the next thing you know, you've watched every episode of Tales from the Crypt, and, and Tales from the Dark Side, and Friday the 13th, the series, and and all those sort of shows, and you're you're an expert. And, and that's, and that's okay. And, and that's for the most part, that's what our boys do. And, and because my wife and I are odd, and there's a reason why the odd dad out, we're, we're off of normal, I'd say, but we laugh because of that whole, our tastes are so varied and out there in, ex, in extreme corners that at the end, when you add all of the shit that we watch together, it probably rounds out to normal. It, there's a happy medium in there somewhere, right? And and the prime example of this, and especially in the shows my wife watches, and if you were to follow my wife on Facebook, which I'm not giving out because, hey, my show, I'm not giving that out until we really get our show rolling. But my wife probably more than any child I've ever met, loves Dino Trucks. And we've talked about this show before, probably a couple of times now, I think, but almost every time my wife is on the show, she mentions Dino Trucks. It seems to be the case. And so, when the news broke recently that Season 2 of Dino Trucks was going to be coming out in March, not only in March... But the day after our anniversary, you know, Netflix is giving us an anniversary present. She just about peed her pants. She was so excited and like posting on Facebook and telling everybody and like giggling like she's the target audience for this show. <laughs> you know, they don't expect the, you know, 25, air quotes, year old mother of four to be so excited for a cartoon show about dinosaur uh, vehicles, but she is, and, it, and it's 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 adorably hilarious. I mean, the boys love it too. We all love the show. We think it's a great show, and it's so it's it's just funny that my wife gets so excited about it. And the boys, because the boys are so musically inclined, and you know, all little kids love good theme song, and so they all will sing the theme song from Dino Trucks, and get all excited, and they'll be standing there and jumping up and down and singing along with the show. And then my wife will be sitting down on the couch singing along with the show. But we'll be you know, on that extreme of diehard cartoon dinosaurs. Yeah, super excited. And a couple hours later, we'll click over to Supernatural. 
And anybody who's familiar with Supernatural, this is a show where a couple of brothers essentially hunt ghosts and monsters and deal with the paranormal and the, as the title implies, the supernatural. And the boys will be just as excited for that. Now, this is one of those shows where we always tell the boys, go in the other room, you don't want to watch this. And it's primarily because... And it, and it's, it's kind of a, my wife is more enforcing this than me because I'm less inclined to avoid the kids seeing violence. Like, the boys aren't going to imitate, uh, you know, stabbing a, a vampire with a stake or cutting their head off with a piece of chain link fence. It's not imitatable. But she doesn't like them seeing the violence. There's, you know, they use guns and knives and swords and she doesn't want them playing violently. So I get that. She is super overprotective about those things. So, at the end of the day, I, I, there's no point in arguing with her about it. It's just, alright, yeah, okay, boys, go in the other room. And you tell them, go in the other room, and then three, four times the next thing you know, they're sitting there watching it with you. It's like, oh wow, that was crazy. And they'll be, oh look, a vampire! Which, to a degree, gets uh, aggravating, but come on, you're watching uh, any TV show with a four-year-old, the four-year-old gets kind of annoying watching the show. That's just kind of the way children watching TV are, you know. And I think that's more of a modern thing, too, because when I was a kid, we weren't like, you put our show on in front of, we fucking sat down and watched that show. It was 4.30 in the afternoon. Me, I'm fucking one of six kids, all six of us sitting here in a fucking ring in the front room watching Tiny Toons and Animaniacs, and we didn't fucking move unless we had to pee. And you only did that during the commercials. Now, we don't have commercials. We cut the cord. We are watching everything on Netflix, and, okay, Hulu gives you commercials. But we're we're watching everything on on-demand video here. They don't have commercial breaks. And, you know, they've got, they don't have the attention span that we used to. And yet we used to sit there and fucking watch. We sat there, we didn't move, we waited, we wanted to know, we had to see the end of the cartoon. How did it end? I'm still like that. I, I will sit there and watch through something that I didn't even fucking care about. I didn't want to watch this, but damn it, I have become emotionally invested in the outcome of this thing. You have, you know, you're, we're watching Sophia the First, and I have to see how they're going to get out of it. Why? It's predictable as shit. It's a Disney cartoon. But, damn it, you, even if you know, you have to see it. You have to see it. That's just the way it is. I, I need, I, I'm reminded of the episode of the Big Bang Theory where they're saying that, uh, Sheldon had issues with, um, he, Everything had to be, he could not leave something undone. He couldn't, uh, do a knock-knock joke or whatever. He had to complete everything. He had issues. I'm, I'm kind of the same way with TV. I have to get to the end. I have to see the ending. I must know how it came out. And if I fall asleep, son of a bitch, I'm gonna have to go back and fucking watch it again. <laughs> even if you, even if it's super predictable, I still have to go back and watch it. And, so, it, it makes it interesting for me that I sit there and will focus on the show and watch the show, whereas the boys bounce in and out and have, you know, no attention span. But goddammit, if you change that channel, they're going to throw a hissy fit like nobody's business. Like, you're not even watching it. 
Really am. You're not even in the room. I don't care. Back to dino trucks. But, you know, or dino, or whatever cartoon, or whatever we're watching. Um, but we'll watch everything from dino trucks, and Sophia the First, and all these other Disney cartoons, and Supernatural, full of blowing up vampires, and demons, and angels, and all this sort of crazy supernaturally type shit. And then, there's, there's, our, 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 okay, I can't say our, it's more of my guiltiest pleasure. For my wife, it's perfectly acceptable. For any female, it's perfectly acceptable. I'm a 30-year-old, or 31-year-old, I had a birthday. I'm a 31-year-old father of four. For all intents and purposes, I'm perfectly straight. I promise. My wife will tell you otherwise. My family will tell you otherwise. I'm perfectly straight, I swear. But our number one guilty pleasure in our house is RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, this is a drag queen competition. Yes, we have watched every episode since season four. I think that's where everybody started watching the show was around season four. Um, I, we've, we get, how do I put this? The, the, the level of my guilty pleasure with this show, I actually requested, okay, I didn't request at the time I was the boss. I scheduled myself to be off the night of the season finale so I could see who was crowned the winner. That's how bad we were about this show. Um, now we watch it on Hulu. But we will, on Take a Weekend, where ABC Family is doing a marathon of Harry Potter, which would be like, okay, what, I don't know what the hell they call it now, but it's not ABC Family. Whatever. Whatever that dumb network is. No longer ABC Family doing their Harry Potter marathon. We will sit there and do a marathon for the weekend of RuPaul's Drag Race and do an entire season. And get so excited and emotionally invested in each of the queens and comment on each of the challenges and, oh, that's such a terrible dress, oh my god, or or anything. And my wife is one of those where she will look at the guys out of drag and, and we laugh because, for the most part, most of the contestants on Drag Race are... And I, my My observation in this last week was that they have it hard enough being just being gay and there's, there's ostracized, being ostracized and things like this. And there's, it's stressful being a young gay man in any society, really. You know, there's, there's ridicule and all that. So they have it kind of rough to begin with. And then you tack on that a lot of these guys are kind of ugly. They're like, shit. Like you, you kind of feel bad that a lot is like they're they're not good looking guys in general, and then you tack on that they're gay. They're just gonna be getting the shit kicked out of them for life. And so if you know, I I have to agree with them. I would put on a dress and makeup and make myself look better because fuck, I'm not gonna look better as a guy. But I'm I'm just a dick for that observation. I'm sorry. Um, my apologies to. 90% of the contestants on RuPaul's Drag Race, but y'all are fucking ugly guys. I, you have to cover it up. Um, 
but some of them are they're damn attractive females, and that's the problem. <laughs> like, damn it. You, it's like most of them are far better looking as women than they are as guys. But it, it's funny because it, for all of the, what it, I mean, just the sexual confusion, I wouldn't say just sexual confusion, but for what it is, a lot of people would think this is not a subject or not a, a, a program you would want to expose your children to. Our kids know every song and sing along to this show, and it is hilarious when the four-year-old is sitting there singing RuPaul's cover girl <laughs> and singing along to the show. And I, my wife told me this last weekend. I was working one day, and she comes back and tells me, it's like, Charlie came up to me, and he said, Mom, did you know some of those girls are actually boys? And all with, it's probably took everything she had not to completely break down laughing. It's like, Charlie, they're all boys. Like, really? <laughs> yes, dear, they're all boys. And we've seen tinges of of confusion, I wouldn't say confusion, but of of, of leanings with uh, him in the past. Maybe just because my sister liked to use him as a dress-up doll for a while. But you know, he, he's perfectly comfortable wearing a pink feather boa and Elton John sunglasses. But it doesn't mean anything. That just may mean he's very flamboyant. Um, you know, Eddie Izzard, straight as all hell. Dude looks great in a dress, period. That's the end of it. Um, but... Uh, yeah, we have this really twisted, out there extreme exposure that we give our kids because we're not, we're, we're not the, the Jeffersons. No. I don't think we're moving on up to the east side. No. Uh, we're, we're not the, the Stepford Wives family. We're not the keeping up with the Joneses. That's not us. We're those people that never come out. And we keep to ourselves, and we're very closed in and tight knit. And we watch the odd shows, and and I've seen every episode of the Adams Family and the Munsters, and the movies, and all and and all this stuff. And that's the kind of family we are. We're those weirdo people that you know nothing about, and we expose our kids to lots of different things internally. Uh, lots of different types of music. My wife was telling me that, yeah, would like the boys listen to country and to this and this with me, and they know all these songs. Like, I think they're just humoring you, babe, because you know what? They don't sing any of those songs when I'm around. So I think they're just being nice and singing along with you, mommy. <laughs> but you know that, that that's what it is. They, our boys, will sing everything from. Songs from Rent to Motley Crue to, and, and this is the big one, and it took me a while because, you know, little kids trying to translate a song from listening to it on the radio to them singing, um, they started singing American Witch by Rob Zombie. It took me probably a week of listening to them sing before I realized what song they were singing, and it was strictly because, get the words wrong, for one, 
I just hear, American, American. And I'm like, what the fuck are you singing? And it took the oldest, Charlie, singing it and having the time right, having being able to sing it in the proper timing to where I was like, oh, fuck, that's what you've been singing this whole time. <laughs> but, you know, they'll be singing along with the young Dubliners and flogging Molly and, and then turn around and be singing Rob Zombie when there was me. Or we'll be on the drive home, drive to school and Eddie Money will come on. Or what was today? Today was that, uh, I can forget his name. Corey Hart, I think it was the, uh, the sunglasses at night. I forget who does it. Uh, but that song. And Charlie's like, Dad, this is a really nice song. He's <laughs> like, okay, buddy. But, yeah, and this, or the boys are back in town. They've been singing out a lot lately. And, you know, and they love all these different songs, and it's really funny. But what, it's like, it's almost like, what happens with Daddy stays with Daddy, and what happens with Mommy stays with Mommy. And even though, yeah, there's stuff like, our binge-watching Drag Race and Supernatural that we share together as a family. But it's funny that our our separate exposures are our separate exposures, and we're, we're like two separate versions of Vegas. <laughs> and, I, and it goes to the nature of, of my conversation with you guys that I didn't think of it that way until about know, a half a second ago. But that's that's how... We kind of are in our house because of the way our work schedules go and our time with the boys. Um, but it's kind of funny. And with that epiphany in mind, I think we're going to wrap it up tonight. Because I think if I start, I'm, I'm feeling myself getting pulled away and I'm trying to stay on topic. Damn it. I'm staying on topic. So... I think tonight we're going to wrap it up with that and we're going to stick with the TV topic. And if you want to know more, I don't know. This is really not one of those kind of shows where I give you notes. Not much anyway. But in the meantime, you need to go and subscribe to this show on iTunes. Rate, review, don't have to subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe wherever the hell you want to. But subscribe, rate, review, drop me an email, odddadout at gmail.com, or message me on Twitter or Facebook at odddadout. It's wonderful. I promise I'll reply. I have nothing better to do. Okay, I could be watching my children, but I have nothing else to do. So, get back to me. Comment, reply, review, do all those fun things. I will love you forever for it. And until next week, I have been Adam Higgins, your odd dad out. Thank you, and good night.